With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittendaf, Chav Beis, page 22. We begin the second line, and at the two dots. Otis shall echad, uzerem shall acher. If you have a flower pot that belongs to one person, and the things that are growing inside that flower pot belong to someone else. Machar bal otzitz labal zroim. If let's say the flower pot owner wants to sell his pot to the owner of the one who has his things growing in that pot, kevin shemashach kana. So all he has to do in order to acquire this flower pot is to do mishicha, to pull it. Machar bal zroim labal otzitz. However, if the one who owns the thing that's growing inside of the pot wants to sell it to the owner of the flower pot, loikana achiyachzik bezroim. So just picking it up, picking up the whole flower pot is not going to make a Kenyan to create a transaction of ownership, but rather what it has to do is it has to do some kind of action of chazaka, of showing ownership, just like if you would be buying a piece of land. He has to perhaps till the land, do something to help the, the thing grow. So then if he does that, so then the balha otzitz, the owner of the flower pot, will own as well the plant that's inside of that pot. Otzitz is remshel echad. Let's say you have a flower pot and a plant belong to one person, and he wants to sell to someone else, if he did an action of chazaka, so he did something to the ground inside the pot to make it better, he's acquired the flower pot as well, and this is that which we have learned, something that's considered metal, something that moves, they can be purchased, or they can be. You can create a transaction such that they go into someone else's possession, along with something that that uh, that's like that's not metal, that's something that's karka, some kind of ground. The three ways of doing this are with money, with a document, or with some kind of chazaka, some action of showing ownership. Let's say you did some kind of action on the atzitz itself, some kind of fl- on the flower pot. Let's say you did some kind of making it better or something. You haven't even done a Kenyan in the flower pot. You haven't acquired it. Until you do something, of some kind of chazaka with the plant itself. Now we have a new case. Let's say the tree is planted inside of Israel and its branches are spreading out over outside of Israel. Abayi says we go after where it's planted. Rav says that you go after where the branches are. Bid'ashra, so the Gemara says, if we're talking about a case where it is planted and it has roots, so everyone agrees that if the roots are inside of Israel, even if the branches are going out outside of Israel, nevertheless, it's considered Israeli, and therefore you have to take off Trumas and Meisers, take off the tides. Keep What's the argument? The argument is in a case where it's, it's in a flower pot, it's not planted, and therefore if its base is in Israel, and the branches are outside of Israel, that's where the question is. So the Gemara asks, is it true that they don't, do not argue in a case where it's planted? Let's say you have two gardens, one next to the other, and one is higher than the other. right? So you have, let's say, uh, one person's backyard, and then the second person's backyard is, is slightly raised. And you have some kind of uh, vegetable sticking out in between them, meaning it's sticking out of the ground of the higher one, and it's going over the airspace of the lower one. Rav Meir Aimer shall Elyon. Rav Meir says it belongs to the person who has the higher one. Rav Yehuda says it belongs to the one who has the lower one. So we have a similar case to our case, and we said over here, this is a case where there is a Sharashim, there are these roots, and we're not saying that it's so simple that you go after where the roots are. Here it's a machalik, it's an argument. So more answers, time over there, it's as we said, the reason is, I'm a mayor, the mayor says, what if the, the one on top 
wants to take away his dirt in Kanyarek, so then there'll be no vegetable. So that's why it belongs to him. He's the one who has control over it. Yehuda responds and says, If let's say the one who, who's the lower one wants to fill up his whole yard with dirt, so you wouldn't have any kind of vegetable. Meaning each one has control over the vegetable according to each one. So therefore, that's why they argue over there. But in this case, so the ground is level. So by the Eretz Yisrael, between Israel and outside of Israel, so there's, it's not the same exact case. So therefore, here it will be simple. You go after where the roots are. Is it true that they still don't argue by a case where, let's say, the ground is level and you have roots and you go after the roots? Is that so simple? About Tanya, we have a branch that says, that seems to imply not that way. Elon makes us about arts, makes us about arts. Let's have a tree that's partly inside of Israel and partly outside of Israel. Tevel v'chulin muravin zebazed. The Rebbe Rebbe holds that you have a mixture of tevel and chulin, meaning you have to take off mice, you have to take off the on, on parts of it. So it's interesting. What happens is you have parts of it that are considered that you have to take off truma, and parts of it you don't have to take off truma. So it's all mixed together, and you can't determine exactly where it is according to Rebbe. Rishimigam Leil says. He says, no, we can split up the tree, and the part that grew in a, in a place of obligation, so therefore it's obligated. A, pl- a part of it that grew in a place of p'tur, where there's no obligations, so there's no obligation of trumas and maestros. So you see that you can split it up. So it's, a, it's an argument whether or not we say that you go after, uh, whether you go after the roots or after the, the branches. My love makes us Let's say the case is part of the branches are inside of Israel and part of the branches are outside of Israel. So the Gemara answers, no, what we're talking about here is a case not where the branches are in different places, but rather where the roots are in different places. Yeah, what's the reason of Shemin Gamliel? Why does he say that we're going to split up this tree? The Mafsik Tsunama, there's some kind of rock that's between the, the, not the branches, but the roots. So the roots are coming down from two sides of a rock, and then when they come out of the ground, so, so then they combine. My time with the Rebbe, why does Rebbe say that indeed everything's considered mixed? The Haji Arvi. Because indeed, when it comes up above the ground, they do mix again. So therefore, the, the tree is getting sustenance from both sides, both from Israel and outside of Israel. Therefore, everything is mixed. But my comparatively, what is the core root of their argument? Mar Savar Avir Mavalbel. One holds that when it gets up above, so then it's going to mix, like we said in Rebbe. Mar Savar Another one holds no. So the fact that it's separate on the, on the roots, so also when it shoots up, the way that the tree brings up the nourishment to the, to the branches is also separate. So therefore you would hold that one side of the tree will be chayv and shumas and maizus, you'll have an obligation to take off the tithes, and the other side will not. Three different types of leather. These three types are going to explain exactly what they are. The first type of leather is called matzah, because there's something about it that's similar to matzah. Because you didn't process it with salt, you didn't process it with flour, and you didn't process it with gona juice. What's the ramification of this law? For in regards to taking out, uh, to, to carrying on Shabbos, so you have to have a certain amount, a certain shear. It has to be a significant measure. Come shear, what is the significant measure? Like Shmuel Bar Yehuda learned, in order to be able to cover up a small uh, weight. Because Rashi explains that you had these weights that were made out of lead, and the weights that were made out of lead, so they would slowly lose their weight because they would rub against things and lose the weight. So what they would do is they would cover them up with, with leather, so that's what you would use this type of leather for. 
the Kama. So what's this shear? What is this amount? Amar Abaye says ki river the river the pumpadisa, like a quarter of a quarter of a measure of the pumpadisa measure. Chifa, what's the second type of leather? Demaliach, it was salted. It was indeed processed with some kind of salt. Veloi kamiach, it wasn't processed with flour. Veloi office, it wasn't processed with gold juice. So what is the ramification of this halacha? Let's say Shabbos. In regards to carrying on Shabbos, what's the measure to, in order to be chayiv, in order to be obligated to bring a korban, a sacrifice if someone has indeed carried it? Because as we learned in the Mishnah, or enough leather in order to make an amulet. So this is the type of thing that they would use to make an amulet. Diftera, the third type was diftera. The maliach v'kamiach was processed with salt and with flour. V'loy office, but it's not processed with, with gallnut juice. What's the ramification of this halacha? Shabbos, carrying for Shabbos, and what's the measure here? The man that's used in order to write a divorce document. So the Chachamim who say that it's okay over here, this is going according to them, that say that a diftera can indeed be used, even though it hasn't been made in such a way that it can not be forged, meaning if they would have uh, processed it with gonad juice, so then you would be able to tell if something was erased. Nevertheless, the Chacham hold you don't need to do that, you don't need to process it that way. And it's still kosher. So therefore, the shear, the amount that's normally used of this type of leather is the amount that it would take to write again. As in Rashi points out, because you can't use this to write, let's say, tefillin or mezuzah. Now we continue with the Gemara. Chachamim Achshir. Chachamim said that it's kosher. This is the Mishnah. Man Chachamim. So who are these Chachamim? Amar Rabbi Lazar. It's Rabbi Lazar. The Gemara is Rabbi Lazar, which is Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas. So he says in the name of Rabbi Lazar ben Shamua of the of the Bryce of the Mishnah. So we read it like this. Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar, we turn the page to Chabbez Mabez, page 22b. Rabbi Lazar, he. This is Rabbi Lazar of the Mishnah, the Amr Ede Messiah Karti. He's the one who holds that Ede Messiah Karti, the, the witnesses who are there when it's being given over, those are the ones who create the effectivity of the divorce document. So therefore, why is that them? Because they hold, since they hold, that you don't need any kind of Ede to be signed at all on it, so it's okay if it's not processed in such a way that you can tell if it was, if it was, uh, if it was forged. Because this way, so what happens is Rashi explains that when the when the Adim, when the witnesses are there to see it being given over, so they actually read the document and they see what's written in it. So if she wants to go and add some kind or take away some kind of tonight, some kind of condition in the get later, even though this you can't tell if it was erased. Nevertheless, the Adim who were there, they'll know about that. So they'll know what it says, so they'll be able to verify that everything is okay in Beseder. That Rabbi Lazar of the Mishnah, so he didn't say that it's kosher unless they went right away to Bezdin. They went immediately to the court to to show that this this uh, document was okay. But if it, they waited ten days, so then it's going to be problematic. Because we have to be afraid that perhaps there was some kind of condition that she erased, and the Adam, since it's a while later, they're not going to remember what it actually said precisely. Rabbi Yechanan says, You have plenty of time, even 10 days later. If there was some kind of condition, they would still remember. Rabbi Lazar, he said it's only kosher. This concept of Edim Yisira, of, of not needing to have any witnesses signed upon it, that's only true in regards to a divorce document. But in regards to all other documents, not. Because the verse says, You shall place it, this is talking about some kind of document, you shall place it into a earthenware vessel in order that it lasts a long time. So the, in order for it to last a long time, Rashi explains that you need it to be able to have witnesses on it because if you want it to last, let's say, in 50 years from now, when you want to prove that you bought something, so the guys who are the Edom Messira may not be around anymore. They might have died. But if you have signed someone on it, so those witnesses, the signatures will still be there. 
so therefore it's going to be fine. But a get, so realizer holds that in regards to a divorce document which is being used right away, so therefore you don't have Adam chasumim alav, you don't have any Adam that are signed upon it, but rather Adam Asira is enough. But that wouldn't be true in regard to a regular document. Rabbi Yechanan says, This would be true according to Rabbi Lazar, even by all the documents. Indeed, you can use Adam Asira, the witnesses that are giving it over, that are therefore the giving over. So wait, the verse says that it should be able to stand for a long time. That's just teaching you a good idea. It's a good idea to have Adam that are actually signed on it, but it's not something that makes it efficacious. It's not necessary. Everyone's allowed to write a get. Even someone who's deaf, even someone who's insane, even someone who's a minor. A woman is allowed to write her own get, and then she gives it over to her husband, and he gives it over back to her. And a man is allowed to write the document that says that he paid off the money that he owes her from the Ksuva money. And the reason is because the get is being signed by some kind of witnesses, and therefore that's when it actually is working. That's 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 the the efficacy of the get occurs when you sign on the star. And so, therefore, that's why even a woman can write it, or even the husband can, can write this shovar, this receipt.